Carrie and Tommy about to go off. We know you've waited around all day for this Carrie and Tommy podcast to drop. If you're raising a glass to us, or any moment, big or small, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers. Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. And Tommy Little. This is Carrie and Tommy. Yes, it is. Welcome to it for your Monday afternoon. How are we, guys? Tired. It was a big weekend of weddings. Mm, had my mum's wedding. We had our producer Pip's wedding. Mm. It was wedding central. So you're, you're happy? Happy. Good. Yeah, it's nice watching those Good. people happy. Yep. Yes, Uh-oh. why are you being Uh-oh. weird? I'm not... Uh, You're not happy? Mm, I'm not good. No, no. I've done something. <laughs> Is that done after something. the fight yesterday? No. I've got so no, many no. questions to ask no, no. about the Tim Zoo fight yesterday. It's going to be later. I've got to tell you what I've done next. I'm sorry in advance. Oh, my God. What have you done? I'm just sorry. I didn't mean to. Anyway, I'll... Next. Next. Carrie and Tommy. Your Monday afternoon. It is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little driving you home. I we're very good friends, Carrie, and I think you're the best. What have you done? <sighs> um, so I um had uh, <laughs> I was running a little bit late mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh no! Oh my God! Have you hit my car? Uh, oh my god, have you hit my car? You hit my oh car! My gosh, I Carrie. just got it back from the shop! Carrie! Have just, you hit my car? Carrie, you can't swear we're on it. Have you hit my so car? You oh my god, I just in my spot. No, we don't have a spot. Don't be like that. So oh my god, it's have not you bad. hit it's not my bad. car? It's not I bad. literally Carrie, got it back on bad. Monday from the <laughs> smash repairers. Okay, it's not bad. Why was it in the smash repairers? Because yeah. I, an old lady hit oh, me in a parking, okay. and then how's this? Oh my it's god! Just, it's oh only my god. A, it's only just a oh my god! It's just a tiny bit. Of, I'm so sorry. I'm you know I didn't. I was just a bit late. Oh, she's not making a good face. Oh, what? Is that a joke? Did you just do that? What do you like, mean? What? What's happening? Did I you... had to pull in next. I'm very sorry. You I, know, is, I this is this serious or a joke? Did you just do that to my I'm car? I'm so sorry, Carrie. I know you just got it back. How? How oh God, did you do it? I just pulled. I was running late, and I just pulled in. Oh and God, you're, for, you, for were, you were, to be fair, you were kind of over the, the line. Car. It's just above the front left wheel. I literally just got it back. And do you know what's so insane? You can't notice that. It's terrible. <laughs> This new car. So, oh, my God. So now it's got two bits that aren't original on it. 
Do you know what happened too? That this, right? So while my my car that was hurt by somebody else, hurt, (laughs) smashed into by an old lady, while that's getting repaired, they gave me a loan car to drive. And then I crashed the loan car. And so now I have to pay for the loan car to get repaired too. Mm. And now I have to pay for my car to get repaired. I'll I'll pay for it to get repaired. I'm just, and I I feel like it's bad because I can't tease you about being a bad driver anymore. I don't want to pull at this thread, but. When your car was stolen a long time ago, uh-huh. we talked about your insurance. Uh-huh. You've got insurance now, right? I should do. Yeah, great. Because oh, that's what's paying for Vickers' car, right? Oh, my God. There was only one good thing to come out of this. Oh, God. <laughs> There's one good thing, Carrie. Gosh. Don't get, please don't get angry. I'm really I'm sorry. You know angry. I didn't mean I to just, do it. I cannot. This car, it's like, it, I keep. Okay, okay, problems. okay. Do you want to know the good oh, thing, what's Carrie? What's the good thing? That's just Photoshop. And of course, oh I didn't hit the car. <laughs> <laughs> and you're the only bad driver still. <laughs> Frank Boyd's I back. I just admitted that I crashed the car too. I didn't need to even yeah, say that. And you admitted that you crashed your own car. Oh, well, that's what I mean. No, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Monday. Stay with us. Big show. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little driving you home. Carrie with an uncrashed car. And I'm sorry, I have thrown you off a bit now. I, do you know what's even annoyed me even more? When mm. I saw the picture, I was like, the paint's white and your car's black. Mm. So that can't have been your car's paint. And I was like, maybe it's because my paint's come off the car. Yes. And then I was like, but also it's so high up on the car that the, the – anyway, it was all – I should have known. Well, now you've got to present some and now news for us. Are you ready? Mood. Are you? Yes. Nah, you're, you're more unflappable than that. Come on. No. It's time for Bickmore's Bits. Here we go now. Bickmore's Grumpy Bits. Oh, Grumpy Ooh. Bits. Um, no, some celeb news. So Michael Caine has announced his retirement from acting at the age of 90. Um, he said, no one wants a 90-year-old leading man. Um, the only parts I'm likely to get now are old men, 90-year-old men, maybe 85. And I thought, well, I might as well leave, <laughs> leave with all that I've done um, and go out on a high. <laughs> Can I read his It's so can I, funny. Can I read his quote but oh, in his yeah. voice? Right. Yep, that's great. Oh, he says you're only going to have handsome boys and girls. It is funny that you get to 90. I, so no yeah, woman's yeah. waiting till 90 and going, "Oh, can't be a leading woman anymore. I'm now 90." But like was that he still, happens at uh, freaking But also, he when he said he's only going to get roles of old men, someone needs to tell Michael he's been playing the role of an old man for 50 years. But I think he doesn't yeah. want to be the old man. He wants to be yeah, the but, leading but man. He, but he already has been. But he like was in yeah. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Though it's funny Did that he? ninety he's decided. Did he think he was the leading man in Batman? That's why. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, we got some news for you. Oh, this is what he said. Hello, I'm Ma- Michael Caine. Here we go. No, that's not Michael Caine. That sounds more like oh, the other Rod guy, Stewart. Rod Stewart. Isn't Michael Caine the one that speaks three that's words out? Yeah, yeah. Here we go. You're on. I've figured I've. Add a bit. I can't do it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so That's sorry, a lot of Carrie. sell there. I'm so Time sorry. to retire. You've hit 90. I've hit 90. I'm only <laughs> getting old man rolls. Yeah. Yeah. It's pluses you both. Well. Imagine um, if you had a real crash. Yeah. Ed Sheeran. So he raked in over 18 million pounds last year, which is $35 million Australian. And he's had to pay over 8 million of it in tax. Yeah, that's yeah. how tax works. Yeah, that's another that story producer. Oh, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm just reading things because I've had not had time because I was too busy with the car crash to get my head around what's happening. He's probably got a company, which probably means he pays the, the company tax rate. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. do you think? Because that's about a third, isn't it? No, it's, it's, it's less. less. Yeah, it's, no, 
Ed's yeah. making some deductions. But the greatest celebrity news I have for you today, web guy Eli brought to me, the power of the one Taylor Swift. Oh. So we know that Tay-Tay's crew, Swifties can get stuff done. Yes. I mean, I think we should just outsource anything you need done that's a bit like, you know, tricky to manoeuvre, mm. uh, hand it over to the Swifties because what they have managed to do is quite astounding. Yes. So I don't know if you heard, but um, Travis, who is supposedly dating Taylor Swift. Yes. He sustained the an, NFL player. Yes. Yes. He sustained an ankle injury in an early October game that he played. And on his podcast with his brother, they have a podcast. Um, Does he? Met, he? Yes. Um, they Since met, becoming Tay-Tay's boyfriend or he's always had? A lot of athletes have podcasts. Current A lot of current athletes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. A lot of NBA players, NFL players. Right. Yeah. So he was talking about how he sustained it and he believes it was due to the conditions that he was playing in because they use synthetic turf. Um, and this has been a debate within the NFL for many years that because some of the arenas have um, real grass, yes. whereas some use synthetic turf. And people were saying to just go real grass across the board. Anyway, because of the injury that Travis sustained. On Taylor's, synthetic turf. On synthetic yes. turf. Swifties have come forth using the hashtag Swifties against turf. <laughs> and they've um, created um, a petition on change.org, which has now been signed by thousands. And it's um, now caused the NFL to actually have to make a, a change. Wow. To all the turf. Yes. So, because Taylor's so fans don't like that her poor little boyfriend had to play all this synthetic, <laughs> yeah. synthetic turf. Yeah. So you out to get everyone to that. <laughs> no, I just think, that's insane. What have they got to do with any of it? Yeah, but it's Why good. Why are they if getting it, involved? If, if synthetic turf causes injuries... And it's getting removed now. Oh, that's you great. know why she doesn't like it? Because she only likes real turf. Mm. Swifties against grass. Yeah, that's <laughs> not on the well, They have to take over the carry for grass hashtag. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drink. Shop in store online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Big weekend, big fight because. Mm hmm. Great win by Tim. Amazing. Were you there to see the win? Yes. I was in the crew. Don't you worry about that. Just how in the crew? I don't reckon very. You'll find out next. (laughs) Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. You are all talk. What do you mean? Like people, successful people, walk the walk, you know? They walk the walk, they talk the talk. You just do the talky-talky-talky bit, and then you don't do the walky-walky bit it's or the boxy-boxy bit. It's literally what we get paid for. Talk. Yeah, well, you're sitting still now. You're not walking the walk, are you? <laughs> you want me to walk? <laughs> but what do you mean I, so I'm So last talk. week, yes. you um, think because you're now best friends with Tim Zoo. <laughs> We're a one-way street. <laughs> why do you like when I'm unhappy so much? No, I why just can't think, you be? Why can't I just you? Think you, have, you, know how you don't are, respect people and what they you, do. You know how there are, that's, that's just not true. You know how there are inflators and deflators mm-hmm. in this world, mm-hmm. people that build you up and mm-hmm. make you feel good? Mm-hmm. You've turned into a deflator. Yeah, well, I just think you need to yeah. start. <laughs> you just say, yep. <laughs> you literally just told me you crashed my car, okay? But I didn't. Yeah, well, it was, it was a prank. deflating. <laughs> but what do you mean? When you did a prank it on felt me. felt real. When, okay. I got, when I still have Brody Grundy's name tattooed on my own for a prank. That is true. I didn't, That's pretty I deflating didn't start deflating. You, isn't it? I didn't start deflating you. Okay, so last week, um, Tim Zoo came on the show. Now, yeah. months ago, you jumped in the ring. You had this crazy idea again. So disrespectful to get a world champ, Tim Zoo, to come because you wanted to dress as a kebab and box a world champ. I thought that was a chance. Okay, but either way, he's got stuff to do, you know. He doesn't want to come down and jump in a ring with a man in a kebab suit. Yet he did because he's a glorious, beautiful human he's, being. He's one of the best. So then he gets through that okay. Well, not just okay. He broke my ribs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
he got through it fine. Yeah, yes. he got through it fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't get through it very well. But then he doesn't get through the year without another call from Tommy Little, who's got another like, little crazy idea for you, Timmy, because you don't have enough going on. He's <laughs> so, deflating. I'm, all, so he's got no you air get him on <gasps> like five days before this enormous title fight with Brian Mendoza. Yeah, Brian. Um, and and you uh, suggest to him that you should don the kebab suit again. Mm. Don a kebab. Good one. Yeah. Good one. <laughs> good. See how I said good one? Inflating. <laughs> Don your kebab suit again and join his crew. Do you reckon I could walk out with your crew? With a kebab. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not getting a kebab with me. I don't want a kebab walking out with me. Never. Tim, what if I ditched the kebab suit? Could I be a part of your oh crew God, then? This is so desperate. I know, it's real desperate. Yeah, why, why not? Right at the back. Yes! I'll dress cool, I promise. <laughs> so he agrees mm. for, I don't know why, mm. that you should mm. join his crew. People that work with him day in, day out to make him the best version of himself he can possibly be. Not the guy that, that gets nice? him to take a wouldn't break it, from training to take on a kebab. Wouldn't that be nice being surrounded by people who wanted to make you the best version instead of just deflating I'm helping you? you. You're Stop annoying this man. Yeah. So the fight's yesterday. Now, obviously, I um, have a KO account and I uh, paved per view. (laughs) I didn't watch it. Did you join the crew, the Tim Zoo crew, for the big title? So a few things you've got to know. Um, I thought about this a lot. Mm, Joining the crew? I thought about it a lot. And I thought um, (laughs) I started to lose my mind a little bit. Mm. The day before the fight, I got quite angry at myself because I hadn't taken my kebab suit home from work and but he'd said no already to the kebab suit he yes. just said wear normal clothes yes and then i thought um as the day went on because i hadn't heard from his people and i thought this is weird to not hear about the walkout it's we're one day away from the big fight mm. us the crew right and so i thought there'd be a bit more comms and so then <laughs> because they're not busy enough <laughs> you think you were going to be in the group chat i thought i was going to be in, in in the group chat and hey <laughs> what, what? So you thought you were going to be in the group chat, you know? Yes, and yeah. I wasn't, yeah. and um, and so then I thought, oh, maybe I won't get to walk out, and then, uh, but I need something to report back for radio, um, and so then I thought I could just wear the kebab suit in the crowd, and then I thought, what are you doing? You really want him to win, and if he happens to lose, he's undefeated. If he happens to lose, and I'm in a yeah. kebab suit, I'm going to feel horrific. So I decided to ditch the kebab suit and let's just go with it. I got to the fight. We were having a great time, amazing event. And then it was getting closer to his fight. Mm. And I thought, oh, this is weird. I still haven't been in the comms. Like his people. <laughs> you <need to> <laughs> yeah. I checked my phone. I looked around a lot. Mm. And is this like undercard territory now? Like boxing matches have started. They're yeah. in the room warming up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, you're yeah. still not hearing Yeah, anything? and I'm seeing him on the big screen because yeah. they're assembling the crew. And I thought that's my point. They're mm. going to come out and get me. Uh, and then that's when things got interesting. And then, I hear. And then I saw a, a publicist. Um, <laughs> and do you want to hear about this next, Terry? Okay, they were the hand <laughs> motions that I wasn't picking up on before when I just stopped talking. And I said, "What? <laughs> I'll tell you what happened next." <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. You left us on a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> I was forced to, yes. Well, you've been going on so long. I was like, we've got to play some ads and songs and stuff. <laughs> no, you, your plan was to join Tim Zoo's crew at the big fight mm. yesterday. Mm. You wanted to walk out with him. He agreed that you could walk out with him. Mm. Only in the days leading up, I think your words were, if I'm not mistaken, I started to think that this fight's a really big deal for him. Mm. <laughs> I mean, okay, no 
you know. Yeah. Like, yes. um, and you started to question whether it was the right thing for you to be doing. I just didn't know if funny was the angle that was needed. Do you know what I mean? No, I agree. Yeah. Yes. He, I think he was in killer mode. Yes. And I don't know if a kebab <laughs> a man was what dressed was as a kebab. needed <laughs> there. I did feel bad when he said, um, I've grown up watching Floyd Mayweather come out with rappers and athletes and <laughs> now you're asking for a kebab to come out with me. But the comms went quiet. Yeah, so you were there watching him mm-hmm. and you still hadn't heard from anyone in his team about mm. where you're meant to assemble before yes. the walkout happens. And I could see on the big screen him in the locker room with the crew assembling, right, gathering, and yep. I thought, "This, uh, this I'm that. It's me. Why I well, I should be not. on the big screen, it's not in this seat, friends and with family, all the, and with all these trainers. all these other uncrew people, mm. just general crowd. There's been a, a grave mistake. Yeah, and um, then just before they were about to come out, I saw a, a publicist um, for Tim's team, and I said, "Hey, um, it's totally fine if I'm not." Um, but am I, uh, walking out? Oh my God, out? this just makes me so, mm-hmm. it's so desperate. Did you say and that you'd worn your cool clothes because you what, promised Yeah, what you were your cool clothes? <laughs> and, uh, a black tee. <laughs> <laughs> I went all Some out. chains? Yeah. No, no chains. Grills, obviously. Um, and, and the publicist turned to me and said, oh, I was hoping you'd forgotten. <laughs> and I said, I can forget. And she goes, yeah, yeah. It's just really like he's like four or five closest people who have been through his of whole course. training camp. Absolutely. Um, That's usually what and the so, crew is. And so I didn't really press any hard, but I don't, I just don't reckon. And I, and she got to that point and I said, I, let's just, I won't say anything about it and let's just forget. And she goes, forget it. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic, and pointed at me like we were doing a showbiz thing of forgetting. And then I watched was. when you were despo. Yeah. And then yeah, I, we're all going to remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I uh, watched the fight, and it was amazing. Tim was amazing. He had a great win, uh, incredible. And then um, we went to the after party, and this was a bit, a little bit problematic as well because I, um, I got stopped by security. I reckon about, oh, at about six different entrances. Um, <laughs> Not because you weren't on the guest list? No, not because I wasn't crew. I was crew enough for that. Would you like to know why I was stopped? Because you were drunk? No, no, no. That was, that was, he's a very good guest, Carrie, yes. but no, that was incorrect. Mm. Mm. One thing you would think um, Gold Coast and at a casino would be absolutely fine, but it's not. Was it you're something... wearing thongs. Nope. Was it something, something you were wearing? Something far more permanent. Oh, your tats. tats? My neck tat. You couldn't get into a Gold Coast casino yes. because of a neck tat. Yes. And it caused many an issue. And I'd like to give a big, a big thanks to the wonderful folks at KO who provided me with a shirt for one of the entrances. Oh. I'd like to give a big thanks to a random who gave me a, um, a flannel that I was wearing at one point. A flannelette shirt yes. or a flannel? A flannel, a flannelette shirt. <laughs> and then I would like to also give um, thanks to one lady who gave me a, um, a woman's scarf. And so when I entered the boxing after party, I was wearing a woman's um, scarf, which looked quite fetching despite it being 30 degrees outside. <laughs> it's insane that you can't get in with tats. Yeah. No one would ever be in there. Yeah, I thought right. that, but then um. So then you got in and you were I got with in. the crew. I was with the crew, and don't worry, Kay, I definitely didn't disappoint, or definitely was not embarrassing. I was very cool because yep. then um they removed the the lady wanted her scarf back, but she said, "Don't worry, I've got concealer," and so then she put lots of oh makeup on the back of my God. neck. So then I was walking around with a fully made up back of neck around you, the boxing party. You must have got to see Tim at some point because yeah. I saw you post a picture of you and your BFF. I did. How did you get to him? It was in great form. 
warm um, and he stood up and I gave him a hug and um, this, and don't worry, because I know you would have thought I was being desperate. And so I played it very cool because Tim had mentioned post fight in his interview. He goes, I want the next fight to be in Vegas. He called out Charlo, the guy he wants to fight. Um, and he goes, we're going to Vegas. That would make him the first Aussie to have a pay-per-view in America um, after his dad. Wow. No one's done it since his dad. Yes. Basically. Amazing. Yeah. And um, so I played it very cool. Yep. And so when I got up, when he, he gave me a hug, I shouted, we're going to Vegas. Oh, my God. Are you going to stalk this man around the world? Only if... Only if he insists the whole crew needs to be there. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Yeah, that is where you're at for your Monday, Arvo. Still heaps more to come this Arvo. Yeah, if you're struggling parenting at the moment, oh, I have a lifeline mm. for you coming up. An incredible parenting expert who was life-changing for me. I know millions follow her. She's got a new podcast. She's going to tell us how to wrangle kids of all age very, very soon. So stay tuned for that. Sounds great because also you got a new gig. This is exciting. Vickers is back on the box. Yeah. The yes. Vickers is back on the box with the box. With the oh, box. Yes. Doggle box. Oh, and the Fifi box. And the Fifi Yes. <laughs> when, <laughs> Wednesday, the 25th of October, 7.30 p.m. Yeah. Uh, on, on Foxtel and on 10. Is that right? Yeah, it go, it's on 10 on the Thursday night. Great. So I'm on Celebrity Gogglebox with some oh, fun you really friends. really wanted to point out it was Celebrity Gogglebox <laughs> no, and not just, just normal Gogglebox. No. Okay. <laughs> Very interesting. No, just letting everybody know. Gogglebox that, goes every week. Carrie just, just a one-off. Carrie has stooped <laughs> to just doing regular people well, things I'm on TV. I'm also on with the Irwins. Are they just doing normal Gogglebox? I don't think so. I don't reckon they'd be pointing out that it's the celebrity edition. <laughs> no, meaning more that it won't be a weekly. <laughs> I don't know. Thing. Get, let me guess. You've got other celebrities doing it with you, Carrie. Yep, Dylan Alcott. Mm. Andy Allen's doing it. Nazim Husey and Holly, his wife. Do you do anything with well, just regular people? <laughs> Or does it have to be celebrities? If I watch TV, I only do it with celebrities. That's my rule. <laughs> and get filmed. <laughs> and get filmed. Anyway, that is coming up. I can't wait um, to do it with Fifi. We're going to have a great time. We spend so much time sitting on a couch anyway watching TV. It feels like it's an appropriate use of time. May as well get paid for yes. it. Very good. Hey, uh, up next, we need to talk about... Um, Your poor wh- form. Oh, you're so deflating. It's <laughs> next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little for the drive home. Yes. We, do you have wedding music? We do. Right. Oh, now all I need is a, a bride and we've got a show. Well, the bride Fantastic. we did have has not rocked up today. No. Is she, taking the day off. Is she? I should probably know this. Is she on a honeymoon? No, she's just having a day to like recover from the recovery. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she's back recovery. Yeah, they had a recovery on oh, Sunday. Don't they say they're the loneliest two um, words in the English language? What party? When someone goes, Are you going to the party? What, what party? party? <laughs> <laughs> Did you all go to the recovery? No, it was for family only. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. You said Sam, you had a great time there. I got invited. No, you? you didn't. I remember when you had this conversation with Pip and you'd heard about it from some other family member and Pip looked at you and went, it is for family only, is that, though. Sam. Is that also Pip's when cousin, I said to her? Pip's cousin invited me. Sam barely got invited to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. The end sim- of the list. It was a sympathy invite. Yeah, because I, I could tell because Pippa asked me. She goes, "Hey, are you bringing a plus one?" And I said, "No." And then she turned to you and goes, "Sam, you can come to the wedding." <laughs> <laughs> is that the same um, Sam that asked you what's the theme? Yes, texted me earlier in the, the day and said, "What's the theme for the wedding?" I misunderstood. Don't know why you didn't tell him something? I so said cowboys up. and Indians. Yeah, but I as didn't. producer um, George said. That's so ridiculous. He's not going to rock up thinking that's a theme. If you'd said yeah. just something subtle. What would you have told t- him? Touch a pink. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, told yeah, you something like that. Good. He's yeah. just a fun thing. But then Dash also he thinks, why is nobody like I saying? I also didn't yeah. make the connection that he'd made between theme, theme and dress code. Yes. Like, I, I had still, no I idea. Still can't make, I still can't make the difference. But you yeah. don't know what a dress code is. <laughs> no, but I, I just see the word theme as a synonym for dress code. It's not. So, so, yeah. so you know when like you go to somewhere fancy and you know the, the theme the isn't collar. Like you just have to, that's the dress code. It's like black co- black tie or. What's yeah. a collar? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but you rocked up late. So we all met as a team early and yeah. you were nowhere to be seen. And I then we walked in and we all had a couple of drinks. We stood around. We were waiting for the beautiful bride and mm. groom to arrive. Still no sign I of I thought you. you were saying you were waiting for me. I thought that was going to be very nice. I no. thought you were going to go back to your we'd old inflating ways. But we'd no. all decided that you had, weren't coming. Why? Because you every you don't rock up late to a wedding. I didn't. You did. No, I didn't. Did you make it before the bride and the groom? But also, yes. The time that it started, and you were what forty five so minutes f- after the, the thing started so, at four thirty. What time? No, did you it arrive? started at five. No, no. it didn't. <laughs> it did we're meant to said, arrive at four thirty for, for the bride. And, start. No, for the ceremony to start at five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got there for five o'clock. Well, that's and not they the were, time that you meant to get there. And it was perfect because I, no, <laughs> I got to see um, Pip and Andrew um, straight yeah. away because they were waiting to walk in. Of course, yeah. because yeah. it was the wedding so time. So it was perfect. I got to say hi to little Leo because he was in his little suit there ready to walk in. And then I got oh, in this there. This is Tim Zoo all over again. You're Isn't trying to make it? yourself part of the crew. I was. I was the second crew. I was part of the wish. No, second crew, you were not That's part right. of. That's right. It's a walk-in, isn't it? It's another walk-in. It's another walk-in. Imagine if you rocked up in his that's the dress code, kebab suit. Yeah. It, and it was a pretty good walk-in track. They came into Post Malone. Yeah. Fun. And then I, I got in there and everybody was waiting. <laughs> you guys got here early. Losers. And I, I went up to the bar. And there was about five. Yeah, I know. So the things are meant to start and your still priority when you get in is not mm. find a seat, shut up and sit down. It's where's the bar? Yeah, because I walked back out and I said, Pippa, do I have a, like a minute? And You're <laughs> asking the bride before. That's not her priority. You are not her priority before she walks down the aisle. It takes two seconds to answer that question. <laughs> what did you ask? Pippa, how do I get a drink? Why are you so mad at me because all just, the time? Respect these people <laughs> and their work and their life and their jobs and their wedding day. But respect me. Inflate me a bit. Okay, so then did you get your drink? So no, they said the bar's closed because the ceremony's <laughs> about to begin. The and so then I went. Out. So then I went back out and got Pippa because I said, "Pippa, they've cho- I'm joking. I oh just wanted God. to see the look on your face." <laughs> and he was real angry. He <laughs> <laughs> <It> was. <gasps> oh, oh, oh. No, I didn't do that. I just demand they open the bar. Did you? <laughs> Did you actually? Not in a demanding way. I just said to the guy. Oh. <laughs> I, but, but in do the it. same way you tried to get into the casino at the Gold Coast, not in a demanding way. No, just someone gave me their shirt. Um, <laughs> I just said to the man quite calmly, I said, oh, bro, I've just got here and I just really like a beer. Everyone else already has their beer to watch the ceremony. So you guilt trip the bartender yeah. into giving and then And you know how I can fake cry? So then I, I started with my not not full crying, but I looked like I was on the verge. And so You've just then, seen the bride. She looks so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, she did look fantastic. I was the first to see her. Don't know where you guys were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the wedding photos, because usually there's photos just before they walk they t- they, in. It's yeah. going to be you and did, tell me that you the and the bride and groom. got me to stop and pose with the group oh. at the front. <laughs> so I was helping. And then, and then I said to the guy, I just really like beer. And as he saw my eyes start to well up, he, Pour me my beer, and then uh, that 
it sent ripples through the crowd because then I walked back out with a beer and I hear this one guy go, oh, they told me the bar was closed. And then his mate went, oh, he got a beer. Why didn't I get a beer? And so then I turned to him with my welling up eyes and then he just let it go because he was like, nah, we'll let him, we'll let, we'll let him drink his one. beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. What yeah. would you like to know, Carrie? Just when you'll ever rock up on time to anything. Thirteen ten sixty. When do you think I will rock up on time <laughs> to anything? And also, is four thirty? I mean, we've done a lot of time chat lately. We're just trying to help people out. When it says arrive, come at four thirty for a five pm ceremony. What time are you actually meant to arrive? Because well, I would I argue there. the start time's four thirty. I tried for four thirty. I've lost too much weight. What? Because I got. I oh. had a suit. Because <laughs> I knew there was a dress code, Sammy. And I, um, yeah, I knew there was a theme and I knew it was a suit <laughs> and I'd had a suit. I got a suit recently, like about two months ago and I've lost 10 kilos. And so I put it on and the pants didn't stay up. So then I madly had to try and find other themed oh, clothes. Cry me a river. Should we get the violins out? Oh, <laughs> oh I've lost 10 kilos. I've got to be a bit Why are you so deflating? Also, do you think Carrie's turned into a deflator? Th- 13.10.60. I also want to know um, from people that's had guests walk down the aisle while they're oh. walking down the aisle at their wedding. Because I'm interested, would you have waited outside if why the procession people, had begun? But why would people call you? Because you're just going to deflate them and tell no, them they I'll, need to be I'll more respectful. pump them up. It's just <sighs> you that's disrespectful. Why is it disrespectful? 13.10.60. Join the conversation. Carrie and Tommy. Oh, look. It's what Tommy wasn't on the weekend. Popular. Why wasn't I popular? Because <laughs> no one wanted you around. Why are you doing Jim this Zoo's to me? Crew, Pippa's I went to their after party. party. Crew. I went to the wedding. <laughs> you rocked up late. I didn't. You did. I got there on time. I saw Jane, the whole thing. Jane, welcome to the conversation. <laughs> if the thing I? says 4.30 arrival and someone comes at 5. I tried to get there for 4.30. Yeah, I, I, I support that now because I went to a wedding and it was a 4.30 arrival for a 5 o'clock start. Mm. We rocked up at 4.25 and we were sent back until 4.30. Yeah. What? Yeah. So but now I never get to weddings early. <laughs> yeah. I agree, Jane. Good stuff. Yeah, my mum's wedding show. on the weekend, yeah. we were 20 minutes early at drive around <laughs> because obviously we were part of the crew, the, the crew, we, we got a, I got a call up to that crew. Oh, were you part yeah. of the crew? Um, you part the, of Jenny's crew. The girls crew. were walking down the aisle and yeah. so they couldn't go till everyone arrived and my mum walked down the aisle, bang on time, like right to the minute. And I was like, that's too, like that's yeah, too on yeah. time. You've got to allow See, for a few latecomers. This is what I mean. You're such, yeah, why I'm ter- have you turned I, so I realise I have turned. Yeah. Why? Jane, Jane, do you notice when you're listening, do you notice Carrie has got a new, like, negative vibe? Um, I, I do. I'm, most of the time I am on um, Carrie's side. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Thank I am you, too, but it's... The show did start with you saying you'd crash my car. That was a joke. I know, but when some, you've taken someone on an emotional journey where they think their car's been crashed for the, like, fourth time but in, like, a couple of months. you pranked me with a permanent tattoo and I did, there was no ill will towards you. I actually said that was an excellent prank. Okay, but in this case, I was a bit traumatised. It's taken me a bit of time would, to get over it. You were more traumatised than a <laughs> tattoo forever. You've got about 50,000 that you regret on you. What You've are you got talking about? You've got about 50,000 cars. Oh, I don't. <laughs> I've got, got one. Whole, you've got a whole Stop. You've Paul, owned a garage with like 12 Rolls Royces in it. Paul, don't believe him. Paul. <laughs> Paul, Paul, what do you do for work? Hello. Uh, part-time job. On a weekend, I drive a limo. Oh, I drive and carry around. <laughs> <laughs> often, often driving the, the bridal party. Okay. Yes. The, the bride and her uh, 
bridesmaids and and often dad in the bro in the uh, mm-hmm. limo on the way to the wedding. Yep. And often, I'm surprised at how often we have to uh, prop outside, and and the bride gets very distressed when she sees people still coming. Why are they so late? Why are they so late? Oh, I got met with a big hug. Well, <laughs> that's a, a very relaxed bride then. But yes. it's also just what happens in life for you. Oh my god! <laughs> no, every what have producers I done agree. To do you? you not that if anyone else rocked up late, he just strolls and everyone's like, "Oh, give him a round of applause!" And I don't think I, do I know Pip hugged, about that? Pip hugged you, but yeah. you would have walked in and she would have been like, "That." He's late. I can't yeah, wait. He's well, late again. Tomorrow, well, then she shouldn't be two-faced like that. <laughs> <laughs> Diane, is this wedding chat or time chat that you've joined us for? I'm coming. Yep. Diane hasn't joined us quite yet. Yeah. Are you there, Diane? Oh, yep, yeah. good, good, on time. You ready um, for Carrie to pull you down a peg or two, Diane? <laughs> oh, she can try. <laughs> What's going on, Diane? So I wasn't late for a wedding, but my girlfriend said, don't call an ambulance. And I rang and said, I won't feel well. She got distracted for five and a half hours and had to give me CPR when she got there. Hold on. Hold well, on. I, I'm so, going to need it okay. again, Diane. So okay, sorry. so Diane, you, you called your well. friend and said, I'm not feeling well. I think I need an ambulance. She said, don't call an ambulance. I'll come and get you. Mm-hmm. And then yes. what happened? She got distracted. Distracted for five and a half hours. <laughs> and, then, and then you were unconscious. <laughs> unconscious CPR. Oh, my gosh. Are you still friends? We didn't fall out of that. We've lost contact over distance, but yeah, yeah no. See, Carrie, we they were still I friends. I laughed a while while her arms hurt. See, what did you? What was that last bit? I laughed while her arms hurt, and she just laughed and said, "I sweated in your mouth." <laughs> See, and they were still friends, and you're getting angry at me for what? I don't know. Rocking up late feels a bit <laughs> trivial after that. Diane no, nearly it's died. Not trivial the whole time. <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Around Australia for your Monday Arvo, it's Carrie and Tommy and whatever the occasion. Liquorland will bring the drinks, shop in store online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Mm, I'll be getting into Liquorland and getting a drop to uh, celebrate, uh, probably with the crew, uh, the big win from Tim Zoo on the weekend. The crew that you're not a part of. I'm part of it. Another crew you're not a part of is the parenting oh crew. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm a parent. Well, you might have a question then if you see yourself as a parent uh, to your little attack dogs. You might have a question for big. one Maggie Dent who's coming up to join us. Uh, for the next half hour. She's fascinating. If you're a dad in particular, she's got a new podcast coming out that's all about how to dad better. Um, But she's amazing. She talks about how to deal with teenagers. She helps you um, be just a kinder mum to yourself. She's all things fabulous and she joins us next. Carrie and Tommy. Carrie and Tommy. Your Monday afternoon, it is Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little for the drive home. Now, I've said before that the guest we're about to chat to now changed my parenting life. Literally, uh, I listened to her podcast on a day I needed it and it completely transformed how I parented my son. Maggie Dent is her name. She has a new podcast out called The Good Enough Dad. She um, is a mum to four sons, grandma to seven grandkids, describes herself, I don't know why, which we'll ask her as part bloke. Um, Let's welcome her to the studio. It's Maggie Dent. Part bloke. Is that because you've been surrounded by so many boys your whole life? No, but I was just that girl that was born and didn't want to be a girl, like kind of girly stuff. And I was on the farm, so my perfect sister was above me. So I thought, right, I'll just be dad's mate. And I also wanted to get away from my mum because she wasn't really warm and friendly. So I just hung out with my dad most of my childhood. So I've I've learned how to communicate kind of bloke-wise. And then there were times at school I couldn't get the stuff the girls were doing in their friendship stuff. And I just played with boys all primary school. 
and it has helped me download two languages. Well, I mean, it's crazy to think you then went on to have I know. four boys. Did I just kind of pull that out of the air? I know. I, I was so stoked. And yet I had these people stopping me because this is an Albany in WA when I had my third, just oh, in tears for me, feeling sorry for me that I'd had yet another boy. Like I was getting the loser each oh. time. And I just kept thinking, when did that happen? Like I like boys. And and then when the fourth one came, no joke, I had a lady come up to me and said she lit candles for me in the Catholic oh Church. <laughs> and no, no, even on the seminar on Saturday, I had mums who've, who've had three who've had people come up and just feel so sorry for them. And I thought, man, that's not okay. And then I became a high school teacher. So I taught them and I got them, right? You know, and I did it really matter if they were rolling around on the floor where they wrote their essay? <laughs> if you give me the essay, mate, we can deal with this, right? I didn't realise they probably had ADHD and were seriously neurodivergent. I was getting the work and they were just hanging around and sometimes I'd walk around your room and I suddenly realised, I think they need a bit more movement than girls. I don't think that's intentionally disruptive. piss me off. Yeah. And so I didn't have any problems with the behaviours in there. And then, of course, <laughs> the boys landed. And, um, yeah, I haven't stopped in that space. But No, you've been amazing. Your books are amazing. Your podcast's amazing. It's just filled Curry. with love. No, but filled with love and gentleness, parenting yeah. um, with yeah. boundaries but in a yeah. gentle way. I think that's, yeah. the, that's the tricky bit is that we've come from such a fear-based, punitive system that then we've come to this place that says, look, just be a bit more loving but really you still need boundaries. Yeah. But that... Sometimes the best way to change a behaviour you don't want in any child is is seriously to, uh, you know, practice a little more loving support in that space. We can be firm and kind, and Ma- that's a big message. Maggie, I'm curious. You said um, being surrounded by boys and, and your father um, meant you downloaded two languages. What yeah. were the languages? Yeah, there's bloke talk. Yeah. And then there's women's talk. So um, early on, you'll be loving this, we had seminars and there was no man in the room. And then um, gradually, of course, what happens is the female partner goes down and downloads two hours of my seminar and, of course, their eyes are rolling around because it's too many words and they just want to go to bed. So they they were dragged. Now, when the guys started turning up, I realised I had to shift the way I did the presentation because if they didn't move, they had to laugh. So it's really a bit like a complete comedy show and I equally take the mickey out of women and men so they both feel really good Mm. that she gets both sides and... You know, when I've got the men only, I have run, you know, seminars for men for like nearly 20 years. It started off with suicide prevention work, but they'd come up to me afterwards and go, so what does this mean when they do this and how can I fix that? And I thought, okay, so I'll do it with them. But when I'm working with the guys, there's pauses where I don't say anything because I know they want to think about that and then I kind of rock on and I don't condense as much. Yeah. And if I'm doing the full room, like 400 men, we have to have a break in the middle where you can eat something because they could get hangry (laughs) and their bums numb and they just need to move. And then they're back and I've got them for another 40 minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting that their concentration span linked to the amount of dopamine in the brain that boys and men often need to move more than most females. Do you think we need more time to sit and think about? Oh, heck. And I think... You know, this is that strange space that, especially as we're stepping into this parenting space, like we've shifted the paradigm and it's fantastic. Dads are turning up with big, big, generous hearts without the rules of the game. Whereas if we're about to have a baby, aren't we, Carrie? We read 
Mm. I have six books and we've had every girlfriend and mother and sister, if you've got them, updating us and we ask a million questions and we're as prepared as possible, even though it's still tip show upside down. And a guy kind of thinks, we'll be fine. Absolutely no idea what's going to happen. And that's what's been the gift on this podcast is when I've asked those dads, you know, what was the hard bit? You know, it's like this floundering around with no rules. And um, I, where do I get that rules? Because she's already flat busy, right? And I might do one thing and it made her, it helped. I might try it the next day. And of course, we actually want something else, don't we, Curry? Of course. And of course, they don't pick Not up hints. Consistent. <laughs> and it's, well, that's the thing I was going to ask you talking to dads, right? Is I think women often struggle because dads parent differently to the way yeah. mums parent. And I reckon when you're tired and exhausted, exhausted resentment breeds because dad becomes the fun one and mum's yes. the one, you know, thinking about all the stuff and then all of a sudden. But obviously the role of dad is crucial. Yeah. What should dads be doing and what should we as women accept yeah. and want from our, like, from our hubbies rather than realise we're not going to do it in yeah. the exact same way? Well, the very first thing is that there is a dad way and a mum way and if the child's not hurt, let move on. Right. So that means us, the women have to go, okay, so we're right. And one of my sons rang because all four reminded dads now, which is so funny. He rings me and says, Mum, is there really a problem if the onesie goes over the leggings? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure the kid didn't care, <laughs> but he'd been given a roasting because it wasn't how it's done, Of right? course. It looked ridiculous. Absolutely, you know what? <laughs> the toddler didn't have a clue, right? <laughs> so I think there's this, you know, to get the parent, team parent happening, We've really got to work out that nobody's got it right all the time. Um, Maggie, we have so much more to chat to about, including um, Carrie's retelling of um, some of your information that I need to check <laughs> if it's correct. Can you stick around, please? <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Your Monday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. We are still joined by parenting guru Maggie Dent, who has a new podcast out called The Good Enough Dad. It is available now. Maggie, um, Carrie has talked about you uh, often. <laughs> it's not just when you're here. Um, she's talked about you often. I need to bring up just one thing mm. she said oh, because she, um, she paraphrased um, one of your th- theories. <laughs> and, and I don't know if... The theory doesn't make a lot of sense, or if Carrie's retelling of the theory. I think theory, it made perfect sense. Have have a listen to what this okay. is what Carrie said. All right, come on. This is getting really deep now, but I listened to a Maggie Dent podcast on teenagers, right? And she was talking yep, about yep. how teenagers, particularly boys, they get I'm not I'm gonna paraphrase her here because I'm not gonna get it right. But apparently imagine a tree, right? And then you become a teenager and your tree goes, I don't need all these branches. I've got life <laughs> sorted. It chops them all down, and then a few months later it goes, Actually, I needed all those branches, and then it takes years like into your 20s for them all to grow back. And when I'm talking those branches, I'm talking what like are you talking <laughs> I'm talking about like your memory and your yeah. your reasoning, all that stuff so, that so teenage boys go, struggle teenage with. Boys go, Girls, I didn't need my memory. No. <clears throat> no, she's she's technically correct around what's going on. She's talking more about the brain. The brain does all this pruning, but also the boy just becomes this invincible, well, I don't need that stuff. Uh, why would I need that? It's never going to happen to me. Right? They do all that and really then they later on realize, "Oh, yeah, actually I do." You're right. So, you've used the, just yeah. to be so, clear, you've used the branch anecdote yes. before. I didn't make that totally. up. Totally. No. Okay. You've so, embellished it beautifully. <laughs> <laughs> the branches do get pruned yes. by both boys and girls, yes. but more to boys. Oh my God. So yes, because really they didn't have a good memory to start with. So it prunes off even more of their memory, their organization skills. Like I've had a boy once, I was teaching in year 12 class, right? The final year. And this year eight boys come and found me and knocked on the door and I said, yeah, hang on, what's wrong, mate? And he says... 
Miss, do you know where I'm supposed to be? (laughs) (laughs) I've asked that exact question so many times. (laughs) And I've gone, oh, dude, that's your timetable. What's a timetable? Like we're a month into the year. And then I, you know, and I hear the ones where a teenage boy. Well, it's even... like when I, I the, the, yep. the example that we had, which made me listen to your podcast, was yep. I'd given my son a, a phone yeah. and then he lost it yeah. the next day. Yeah. And I was no going to lose my, absolutely yeah. blow my trolley. Yeah. And then you said in this podcast, he didn't want to lose no. his phone. He no. couldn't help but lose his you phone can't... and yelling at him is not the way to approach it. No and when idea. I reframed yes. the branch yes. pruning bit, mm. I yeah. was like, okay. He feels as crap about the fact that he's lost his phone as I do. Totally. Thank you, Curry. Not only that, and they can get off a bus and leave their backpack with their Mac Air and their phone and get home and just walk in the door and go, this is not for my back. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, I had a lot of that to practice on. And you're exactly right. They also don't want to wake up out of bed with a badly behaving penis, um, new acne on their face, no idea. They're still tired because they did the, the, these clock moves. And... Like, no idea what day of the week it is. They didn't ask for that. There's, it's kind of the body just comes in and prunes stuff and stuff grows and, and it shifts things around. The limbic brain changes. So when this stuff's happening, you have no idea it's happening. You'll love this story because, you know, the part in the book about um, the brain pranges, you, a lady read it to a 14-year-old son and he, he read it and he stood up and he put the book down. And he said, would have been really nice to know about that before it happened. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly it. Like if they get an idea of it before, they might be a little bit less, you know, because you've got to get angry if you're feeling frightened and confused like an absolute nicknong who's left the backpack and not only that got the wrong day for their test and, yeah, and everything else and also probably gaming a little too much, you know, and also a boy that never used foul language is now just oozing it out the front door as all their mates are doing their stuff because they will follow what their mates are doing because I want to be able to belong and migrate. You get out the door and you've never used a swear word in your house and it's been loud enough for the whole house and your parents are devo that you're going to end up an absolute, you know, not a sort of person they want to raise. And he didn't even know he was doing it because he was in the heat of the moment. Hot cognition. And the other big one, because this will explain some of the mistakes you made, Jimmy, just a little bit of it. Your GABA gets turned off during adolescence, which is the uh, impulse inhibitor amino acid gets turned off. So they were impulsive beforehand. Yeah. Do you reckon yours has ever gone back on? No, I didn't. It's amazing. <laughs> no. Yeah. But even, oh, I, I mean, I know this makes me sound very stunted, but all those, those things you talk about, I mean, I still do all yeah. of them. Half the time I get out of an airport and I get in a cab and then realise I haven't picked my bag up. Yeah. See? Possibly ADHD as well, but we'll move <laughs> the on. The Good Enough Dad is available now. <laughs> Download the listener app and, and check it out. Uh, Maggie Dan, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank Chat you. anytime you like. Done. Got it? <laughs> Carrie and Tommy. Good Monday afternoon. It's Carrie Bickmore and Tommy Little. And guys, it's time for Same Same But Something. And it has been inspired this week by uh, Tim Zhu. Yes. Who you saw on the weekend. Yes, man. go uh, download the listener app, favourite the Carrie and Tommy podcast and have a listen to the mess that was you uh, planning to walk out with Tim Zoo before his big fight at the weekend. Didn't quite go to plan. All that is well, there. Well, but mm. that is what has inspired Same Same today. Yes. Now, the reason that you're such good mates with Tim is because once he broke your rib. Such good mates is very, um, it's yeah, very generous. It's generous. And I would your Instagram's that. making it look like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what Instagram's for. <laughs> yeah, web guy Eli said it looked very cute, the yeah. photo that you had mm. with the world champ. Yes. Yes. What a weapon. Uh, if you never heard the noise, this is what sound uh, Tommy's rib made. <laughs> when it was broken. That's my actual rib too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we're going to do this. Flip it down, flip it every- 
sampled the noise from when Tim Zoo broke Tommy's ribs. Whatever the occasion, Liquorland will bring the drinks. Cheers. Liquorland, choose to drink wise. This segment is just getting more and more obscure. <laughs> just so everyone is aware, yeah. it's quite traumatic me hearing that sound. So well, I'm glad I'm ready to hear it. such a wuss in it. Over and over yeah. again. It's, these are actually, some of these Hang are actually on. beautiful. Such a wuss. I did, it, my rib was broken. Wuss. Yep, let's go, number one. Here is your first song. Rocky, what's the song? Oh, it is. Eye of the Tiger? Yeah. <laughs> it is Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Did that get played at all at the boxing? No. No. They don't still? Uh, what do you mean? It's not like a, that's not a, like a universal boxing. Isn't it? That's no, because that's not from Rocky. That. But don't they go doof, doof, doof? Who? The, in this, <laughs> isn't this from a movie? Um, is this not from Rocky? It's not from Rocky, no. Is it not from a boxing know. movie? Uh, I don't what know. What is they, that song they, from? They, uh, it, it sounds like something they would play over a training montage. It's just, maybe it is from a famous boxing movie. Maybe I'm wrong, Carrie. But. What is that movie, that music piece of music known for? Um, pump, pump. Oh, Rocky was it Rocky 3? Oh, Thank I'm you. so sorry, Carrie. Oh. Who knows their oh. boxing, eh? <laughs> well, Rocky not was, you. A, was a love story, not a boxing movie. <laughs> it sucked. Here's song number two. Tommy. Tommy. Oh, is it Crimea River? It's not no. Crimea oh. River. I, I, I don't want to ask for more, but now I need just, to hear yeah. it again. Sam Smith Unholy. I can't wait for the Sam Smith concert. Yes. Big time. Because this is your wheelhouse. It's too zip. You ready for song number yeah, three? She relishes in my pain. Mm. That's what it is. Tommy. This is hard. I hate to do it to you again, but is it Cry Me a River? It's not. <laughs> that one's really hard. Jezelenko, can you get us a bit of Cry Me uh, a River, please? Um, do you want to hear it again? Because what do you mean? We heard "Cry Me a River." That was the original bit of audio. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cry. Thank you very much. It this made was guttural moans. Okay, play it again. I just can't help but think if people are tuning in right now, um, what they're thinking is happening on the radio. Carrie, you... Stranger. Stranger. Dancing. Tommy, Dancing with a Stranger. Ed Sheeran. Oh. What is that? Vickers Nose. Vickers Nose. Can't work it out. Is it another Sam Smith? No, It is Ed Sheeran. You're on the right track. Dancing on my own? It's not. Bad habit. Is this a different version of Bad Habit? What version is this? This is the one that Jez listens to. I write that, it. That is not. Is that Ed Sheeran? I've never heard that version. I've before. never heard him do anything as hardcore as that. You reckon he'll do the Tommy Rib version? <laughs> Maybe. Follow Carrie Vinmore and Tommy Little on socials at Carrie Tommy Show. That podcast with Carrie and Tommy was filled with big laughs and funny moments. And if you're looking to raise a glass to those moments, Liquorland has the drink to match. Shop in store or online and click and collect in 30 minutes. Cheers, Liquorland. Choose to drink wise. Bye. Bye.